Station Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Kerry Williams, and here on this podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you how you can apply the principles of manifestation, money mindset, spirituality, and energy work so that you can create long lasting success in your business and in your life. Welcome to day 12 of 100 Days of Manifestation. It's great to see you here today. So happy Sunday. I wanted to talk to you a little bit tonight about imposter syndrome because I know we did a poll in the group and we were talking about, you know, what topics people would like to hear about and imposter syndrome was one of the big ones. So I wanted to address that up front because I know that it affects so, so many women. So let's talk a little bit about what imposter syndrome actually is, because I wonder if you're kind of thinking about, um, you know, some of the more well-known features of imposter syndrome, but perhaps there's a couple of sneaky ways that it shows up for you that you may not actually be aware of. And I believe actually imposter syndrome can be a really big block in your manifestation journey. It's going to sabotage you a lot. It's going to stop you from showing up for the things that will really benefit you and will really help you along your journey to manifest everything in your life that you want to manifest. So what is imposter syndrome? Have you ever found yourself feeling undeserving of other people's praise or recognition of things that you've done or maybe any any achievements that you've had in your life? Have you ever felt like a fraud doing something? Um, You know, do you ask yourself, who would really even want to listen to me? Like, what do I really know about this topic? Um, do you ever think to yourself, well, anyone could do what I do and you play down your gifts and you play down your experience? Like, well, I'm nothing special. Anyone could do this. Do you ever tell yourself that your accomplishments are just pure luck or maybe it's the help of others that have allowed you to get to where you are or perhaps it's been just lucky circumstances around you that have afforded you all of your opportunities and allowed you to have the achievements, the experience and knowledge or anything else like that that you have. If you've said yes to any of those things, then welcome to the land of imposter syndrome. Apparently, uh, up to 75% of women in the corporate world, the senior corporate world, have admitted experiencing this. So, you know, we're talking about women who have very accomplished careers and they do feel like imposters sometimes. I think this is actually really rampant with women. You know, I think that we're on the leading edge, um, you know, of, you know, women having their own money, women, um, you know, having, you know, the financial ability to do anything that they want to have, to be getting into very senior positions, to be running their own business, to be choosing their own path and actually following their heart and creating their heart's desire. And I think because we are on that leading edge and because we perhaps have not had a huge amount of role models in our world that have shown us how this is done, quite often we can feel like frauds you know, because we're maybe possibly the first ones in our family that are doing this kind of thing. I don't know about you, but I'm the first one in my family that is doing my own thing, being on the self-employment journey. So I don't really have anyone in my world from my family 
that could act as a role model. So I tell you what, I experience imposter syndrome quite a lot sometimes. And it can really come up a lot for women when we're scrolling social media. I hear this from women all the time. Social media can be a trigger fest when it comes to um, imposter syndrome. It can lead to comp um, comparing and despairing, comparisonitis. Do, do you ever experience that? It really doesn't matter whether you're scrolling from the point of view of your work or your business and you're having a look at other people's accounts and going, oh my God, she's got all her stuff together. Wow, she's doing so well. You know, oh God, look, she made all this money. I can't do that. You know, she's way better than me. Or maybe it's from your personal life point of view, like, oh gosh, that person just lost so much weight. I'm never going to be able to do that. Or, oh my God, they look so amazing. I don't feel very good about myself. All of these types of comparisons are really highlighting where imposter syndrome is taking, showing up for us. And if you are procrastinating, especially when it comes to creating anything around your dreams, if you're not taking the action that is aligned with you creating your dream life, your dream business, then it's possible that imposter syndrome is creating a block for you. You know, it's quite often we don't take these leaps because we have all of this self-doubt. Imposter syndrome creates so much fear, so much self-doubt. We don't really believe in ourselves. We don't have our own back. So it holds us back. And so this is why I believe that imposter syndrome is a huge block in the manifestation journey. It really does have everything to do with manifestation. Um, when it rears its head, you're not in a high vibrational state in that moment. You're not thinking about how amazing it's going to be when, you know, you've created the life of your dreams. You are not, you know, in that uh, kind of vibration of gratitude, um, of possibility, of excitement, of joy, of abundance. None of that is present in that moment. It's all of the dread, the self-doubt, um, you know, the anxiety, things like that that come up, the comparison to other people. Now, I want to just say it's totally okay to be like this. This is really normal and natural. I think you know, maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I believe it's a product of our world. It's a product of us growing up as women in the society that we're in. We just haven't seen a lot of role models who have done this before. And it's also a bit of a habit loop that's been ingrained over time. It's just programming and it's totally okay for it to be present. What I want to invite you to do, though, is to start weeding it out whenever it crops up. Start noticing when it actually crops up this habitual pattern of thoughts is simply not serving you and it is going to have you going backwards in your journey rather than going forwards. I mean, at best, you're going to be stagnating. At worst, you're going to be going backwards. So we definitely need to start breaking this pattern. It's not a problem for it to be present. What we want to do is notice its presence, not judge it, and be like, okay, imposter syndrome's here again. Hello, welcome. You know, I know you, old friend. <laughs> and then we can start to change our thought patterns, we can start to break that um, habit, that habitual thought pattern. Because um, I think I'm remembering right, it takes about 17 seconds for neurons to start firing together and wiring together with a new thought pattern. Our brain is that plastic. So even though we might have a very practiced thought pattern that goes something like, um, no one will want to hear about this from me in my business. So I'm just not good enough. Why should I show up? You know, other people are much better at this for me than me. When that type of thing shows up, 
that is a red flag. And that's where we want to start changing our belief processes. So if we can hold the space for minimum 17 seconds, if not longer, and keep that practice up of switching that thought over, over time, you're going to be creating new neural pathways that are going to allow you to think in a very different way. So imposter syndrome doesn't necessarily ever go away, especially if we're on a growth journey here, right? Like this is the human experience. We're always growing. We're always developing because in nature, if you're not growing, you're stagnating and dying. So there's always going to be growth. There's always going to be change. There's always going to be transformation. And so even if you do start changing these these thoughts, you might find that when you start going for the bigger goal and the bigger goal and the new goal, something completely different in your life, it might start rearing its head again. So I want you to know and expect that and know that it's okay. What you want to get really, really good at is identifying these habit loops, identifying these belief patterns and this programming and get really, really good at reprogramming your brain. And I tell you what, doing this 100 days of manifestation This is part of my challenge to myself to meet my imposter syndrome at its head and actually go through and feel the discomfort and go through with it anyway. Because you know what? I am known previously for weight loss coaching. I've been a weight loss coach since 2017, you know, and before that it was natural health therapies. I went through a massive period of imposter syndrome when I transitioned from doing mostly kinesiology into coaching and then doing weight loss coaching. And now I'm transitioning from weight loss coaching to be talking about manifestation. So despite the fact that I've been using these techniques really successfully in my life for over a decade, you know, because it's one of those things that I haven't been talking about on social media a lot about, all of my imposter syndrome starts coming up. So this is one of the ways that I am combating this. So I wonder if there's anything that you can do in your business that's like massive action that is going to challenge you to work through the discomfort. Is it a blog post you can write? Is it a social media post you can write? And just hit publish. Even though you're feeling the fear, just hit publish and see what happens chances are it might be met with a really, really great response. It might be exactly what someone needs to hear today because your work is needed. We need to make sure that imposter syndrome is not holding us back so that we can actually serve the people that we're here to serve. It's so, so important. Okay, so um, I wanted to talk about three steps that you can do to help you to get through imposter syndrome. And I've kind of spoken about one already, and that is taking action through the discomfort. That is such a powerful practice to do in business anyway and in life because whenever it comes to growth it always feels uncomfortable if we stay in our comfort zone you know there's an this kind of belief that it is comfortable but it's not really comfortable it's just familiar because if you are actually super super comfortable you wouldn't want to change you would be really happy staying there right so then we go out of our comfort zone and into the growth zone And this is where we start to challenge ourselves. We're trying to make some changes. Maybe it's in our personal lives. Maybe it's in our business, whatever. And it starts to feel very, very uncomfortable. So this is where we need to, you know, feel that emotion of discomfort and know that it's just our brain trying to protect us. It's just our brain coming up with these old thought patterns that if we listen to them and indulge in them, they may well hold us back. And if we actually go ahead and hit publish on that social post or do whatever it is, send out an email in our business, 
it's not going to kill us. And in fact, it might actually take us a step closer to exactly what it is we want to do. So I want to encourage you to take action through discomfort today. That is one of the big ways that you can show up with your actions and demonstrate to the universe that you're doing your part. You're showing up 50%. And this is a big part of manifestation, aligned action. It is a huge part of manifestation. We need to show up and we need to be um, taking that action for the universe so that it can meet us halfway. And it might even show us something amazing that we could never even consider with our human brain. But we can't just sit on the couch meditating and hoping for this to happen. So that aligned action will really help you to to combat the imposter syndrome and to really actually start to master the discomfort because that that is gold when it comes to transformation in your life. Okay, so that's number one. That's the first step that I would recommend. The second step is to start anchoring in these new beliefs. So you might want to do a little bit of a journaling prompt and ask yourself, you know, if imposter syndrome was showing up for me, what beliefs might I be holding about myself being a fraud, about myself not being good enough, not being worthy enough, enough, not being deserving enough of this life and this business that I wish to create? So here's a couple of examples um, of things that might come up like, oh, you know, such and such is so much further ahead than me. Um, you know, everyone is teaching about this. Everyone is talking about this. What do I know? You know, people don't need more coaches doing this type of work or they don't need more healers doing this type of work. I heard that the other day from someone who wanted to go into menopause. Well, everyone's doing menopause. What do I got to offer in this world? Everything. You've been through menopause and you did it really well and you've come out the other side with minimal symptoms. That's amazing. Women need to hear about that, right? So if you've got any of those beliefs, get them clear on a piece of paper and what you can do is find the opposite of that. Create your own affirmation around it. So maybe there's one like, there's so much more ahead of, of me. You know, such and such, this person is way more ahead of, ahead than me. So maybe your affirmation could be, I'm in the perfect place. What do I know? I don't know anything. Maybe that's the old belief. The new belief could be, I know the perfect amount for the women that I need to help, for all of my clients. You know, there's so many people doing this work. What more can I add to it? You know, actually, maybe my work is important. And for the women who need me, it's important that I show up. There's just a few examples that I'm just thinking about off my head. You can probably come up with much better ones, ones that, that resonate with you much more strongly if you play with these words a little bit on paper. Now, so that's number two. So we've gone through taking action through the discomfort. We've gone through anchoring in the new beliefs. I would highly recommend finding those affirmations that really resonate with you, that really build you up and put them on post-it notes, put them all over the house, let them sink into your psyche really slowly, really subtly, you'll be amazed at how they start to reprogram your mind. And you'll you'll start thinking differently. And it will feel really easy, like you don't even have to do that much. Okay, number three, clean up your social media feed. It is a trigger factory. If you're looking at social media, and there's lots of people on there as you scroll, and it's like, they don't, you just don't feel good, even though they might be friends, even though they might be colleagues, even though you really respect their work, if it's coming up with triggers for you at the moment, it's okay to unfollow for now. It doesn't mean you don't support their work. It doesn't mean that you don't love them. 
It just means that actually maybe you just want to follow the people that are inspiring for you in your business and your place in the world right now. So clean up your social media feed and it will just help you so much. I think it's like mind food. If I'm following lots of accounts that will uplift me, that will inspire me, that maybe give me some new ideas in business, you know, um, people that, that you know, I, I don't look at their accounts and just think, oh, I should be doing that. Oh, she's way, way more ahead than me. Like, you know, I, I try and really limit, I you know, my manifestation, um, you know, kind of followers as well or following, I should say, on um, social media because I'm like, I don't want to be exposed too much to be like, oh, they're doing so much better than me. They teach it so much better. It's so much more simple when they say it. Actually, I've got to find my own voice and I've got to do it in my own way. So I've really limited what I'm taking in and I only really follow people that purely inspire me personally from a manifestation point of view who I can learn from and I'm going to filter it through my own brain and eventually when I have the experience, I'm going to pass that along to the entire community here. So that's the way I'm taking my feed on. So I invite you to do the same if that sounds like something that would be good for you. Okay, so there you have it. There's three steps to deal with imposter syndrome and also my take on why it is such a block in manifestation and why it's really important to keep on top of it. All right, I hope you've enjoyed that. I will be back tomorrow with day number 13. See you then. Bye.